Well, 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 look who's back for another episode of Alex Listens, the podcast about philosophy, politics, race, and mental health. This is your host, Alex Hamo. Today, I'm going to be talking about phone addiction, why we have it, um, how we can try and get rid of it, and why it's there. Why do we spend so much time scrolling? How did we get to this place? These are going to be the topics of today's episode. I have a pretty bad phone addiction, I've come to realize, and especially recently because I've been driving around the east coast of Australia by myself, I've had a lot of time on my hands, um, and I haven't been with people, Um, so a lot of time on the phone, a lot of time to think about the way I use my phone. So I thought, what a good time to share my thoughts. Before we get into today's episode, uh, you should go and follow me on Instagram. I post on there regularly because I have a phone addiction. Um, I also post on TikTok regularly because I have a phone addiction. Um, And I'm trying to convert my phone addiction into posting on YouTube as well. So this podcast episode will also have a video component, which you can watch on YouTube. And the link will be in the bio for this episode. So you can find me in all of those places, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, at Alex Listens. Um, second of all, I'm running a beginner's philosophy course. It begins in the middle of February. Um, I run two different classes. One is on Tuesday night from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Uh, Melbourne time, and the other is on Wednesday night, same time, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Um, they go for six weeks, and we'll cover six different topics in philosophy in each class there are different curriculums for each class so link in my bio if you want to find more details about the class the course it's pay what you can afford online why not why not do it i know you've been wanting to learn about philosophy for ages everyone has so take the course it's great um and last but not least if you're enjoying any of the work that i make um the podcasts, the writing, the videos, please consider supporting me because I need your support in order to keep doing this. Um, So you can support me via Patreon. There's a link in the bio to that. It will be the equivalent of buying me a coffee or a tea once a month. Very helpful. Need those drinks to make it through this this life, this mortal coil, this life riddled by phone addiction. Um, and you can also support me on PayPal, link in the bio too. Anyway, without any further ado, let's talk about phone addiction. Why is no one talking about phone addiction? This has got to be one of the biggest problems facing society today. However, no one is talking about it. There is silence, radio silence. Everyone sits wherever they are on their phones, scrolling for hours a day. Recently, I did a poll on my Instagram and 300 people replied. The poll was, how much time do you spend on your phone per day? One option was one to three hours. 20% spend one to three hours. 80% spend three to six or more hours. What? That's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty full on. That's pretty full on. Um, now I, my phone time's been pretty, my screen time's been pretty high recently, um, and higher than usual. And it, it has a great impact on my experience of the world. Uh, I feel less connected to the things that I'm doing. 
I feel more stressed. I rush. I don't notice things. I don't appreciate things. I forget to do things and I forget about what's important. And these are all very bad things. So the question that's been on my mind for so long is why do I keep going back to my phone? Why do I pick it up every day? First thing in the morning? Why do I struggle to leave it behind? Why am I spending, you know, between three to five hours on it every day? What's, what's going on here? Um, now one thing that's going on is shame. I feel shame, ashamed about spending so much time on my phone. Um, You know, I like to consider myself to be motivated and uh, driven and ambitious person. And, you know, I, I have the, you know, the kind of one of the biggest curses of all, which is perfectionism. So it means that, you know, my goal setting skills are pretty developed, but pretty destructive. Um, And one thing that gets in the way of me achieving things is my phone, the amount of time I spend on it. Um, I feel like I lose creativity when I, when I go on my phone. Um, and so why, you know, I imagine I feel ashamed to say that I spend so much time on my phone because there isn't much of a culture of people acknowledging how much time they're spending on it. Um, now, you know, I think everyone knows that everyone else has a phone addiction, but not everyone speaks about it. And I think this really needs to change because if, if we want a different culture, if we want a different relationship to our phones, we must speak about how it makes us feel because that will bring it into the real world for us. It's very easy to think about it, to think to yourself, oh yeah, I should really get off my phone. It would, my life would be much better if I wasn't you know, spending 10 hours a day scrolling Instagram or TikTok. But, you know, that's that's not really bringing it into the world for you. Um, so one, one hope I have is a greater openness about phone use. Um, because from that, I think people will begin to ask themselves very important questions. What is the phone doing for you? Why do you turn to it? When do you turn to it? Um, what moods does it transport you through? What moods does it generate for you? Um, why has it become this very sophisticated form of escapism? Um, why is it something that you are anxious to be apart from? Um, and you know, it's like, I imagine most people think about these questions every now and then, but you forget to ask yourself these questions because the experience of being on the phone is so intoxicating and so consuming and enveloping and ensnaring that you forget who you are, or at least you can forget who you are. So let's start here with the episode. Um, Let's start with the existential component of phone use. So one thing that phones do is that they can make our, they can make us feel disembodied and dissociated. And I'm sure we've all had the experience of scrolling on some platform, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, and forgetting our most basic human needs, forgetting to breathe, forgetting to eat, forgetting to sleep, you know, forgetting to go to the bathroom. Now, that is wild. It is wild that something 
can reduce us to this semi-catatonic state and for us to keep kind of going back to this thing and for everyone around us to keep going back to this thing. There is just this unspoken mass catatonic wave that everyone is being subjected to constantly. Um, You know, people spend, I think I read this article before this interview, I'll post a link to it in the bio. It's a very interesting article in the Atlantic that has some stats on phone use. And a couple of years ago in like 2017, 2018, the average, the average amount of time that, you know, a person would pick up their phone per day was, you know, between 50 and a hundred. And the amount of times a person would tap their phone is 2000 as in like finger to screen. Now I imagine that the numbers are actually significantly higher than that now, especially, you know, because we've been in lockdowns all over the world and people are kind of looking for things to do to fill their time, looking for ways to escape the circumstances because the circumstances have been so limited in their variety for the past two years. So it makes sense that phones have become these extremely um, central parts of our life. But what doesn't make sense is why there aren't more alarm bells going off in side us which allow us to put our phones aside um, and look i'm not a psychiatrist who specializes in addiction um, but what i do know about addiction is that it's very hard to break and you know you become less you become desensitized to uh, the highs and so you spend more time um, and i imagine that phone use uh, has this this impact on us. We we go on our phones and then the next time we have to go on them a little bit more in order to feel whatever it is that it makes us feel. Now, one, one interesting thing is that I don't even know what my phone makes me feel most of the time. Um, and recently I've been thinking a lot about I've been trying to understand how it does make me feel, whether it does make me feel good. And if it does make me feel good, I'm not very connected to that feeling Um, because my experience of being on my phone is essentially purely escapism. Um, Apart from, you know, when I am kind of making content, but some of the time, even then, it is a type of escapism. or it's a type of, you know, me trying to address my feelings of guilt for not having done, <laughs> like for not having worked sooner or something. And so I turn to my phone and like blurt something out. So, yeah, like I I am absolutely perplexed by the experience on the phone. Um, these dopamine hits that everyone speaks about you know, people picking up their phone and having this dopamine spike. I don't know that I feel, it doesn't exactly feel good for me, but I keep doing it. And so there must be, you know, some kind of positive experience in my body. Um, but I don't, I don't have a very strong connection to it. Um, so one question we need to ask, um, what is the phone, what need is the phone fulfilling for us. Now, 
an existential need that it might be filling is meaning. Our phones may give us meaning. Um, They may give our lives meaning. They may allow us to feel as though our time is passing in a way that is purposeful um, or our time is passing in a way that is total. You know, our attention is totally captured by something and so our world feels, you know, very stimulated and very active. Um, But again, I suspect that the phone, the way the phone stimulates a person and the way a phone brings one's life meaning a lot of the time, um, you know, it's it's not especially meaningful um, because it's synthetic and it's a lot of the content that we consume on our phone, I imagine we're not engaging with very deeply. Um, and this brings us to another very important point to talk about, which is, you know, addiction to information. Now, I certainly have an addiction to information, a very, very robust information addiction. Um, You know, I guess an ideal day for me involves just like watching and reading and listening to things like listening to an audiobook at double speed, followed by a podcast at double speed, followed by like a few tutorials on YouTube, followed by like reading something, followed by talking to someone and learning something new. Um, And, you know, one's phone is the perfect vessel for indulging this kind of a mind that is orientated this way. The phone provides you with a constant and portable and very convenient access to everything. Um, But, you know, we are limited in terms of our cognitive bandwidth. We have limited neurons. It's not as if we have this infinite bank of energy. You know, we only have X amount of calories to burn and this kind of thing. And so I often feel as like, this is just an observation from my life. I often feel as though it's the first few hours in the day where I actually retain things or where I actually engage with things in a profound way. And then after that, um, you know, it feels less less rich. The engagement with information is less rich. Uh, I get more sidetracked, you know, I'll start watching a YouTube video or start reading an article and then, you know, not be able to kind of fight off the feelings of, or not, uh, I won't be able to fight off the reminders that are kind of at the forefront of my attention about all the things that I need to do. And so I have this really disorientating experience where I will, you know, start reading an article about something that I'm interested in and then like look at something that I want to buy and then reply to an email and then like call a friend or call my mum, and then go back to the article and then jump to something else that I feel like I need to do and then back to the article. Um, and I feel like this is only possible or this has only become possible for me because of certain features of social media, which I have, which I imagine all my listeners and like the vast majority of the world have had etched into their mind. So like think about Instagram um, or YouTube or TikTok. Um, I spe- okay, let's focus on Instagram and uh, TikTok for now because they don't have videos that are as long. Um, 
TikTok is the perfect example. You get very short videos back to back to back infinitely. There is no end, right? You don't have to do anything. You can literally just sit there holding your phone. You don't even have to hold your phone. You can put it down. And, you know, you're focusing for five seconds at a time, 10 seconds at a time. And you're seeing a lot happen in 10 seconds. You're seeing, I don't know, someone do 15 backflips and like shoot 20 billiard balls and like juggle and cook, you know, some kind of like smoked salmon dish and like clean their house in 10 seconds. You see all of that. Um, And, you know, like maybe during it, you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like I enjoyed watching this. But surely that is like an extraordinarily confusing thing to see. Like how are you even supposed to make sense of all of these things happening back to back? That volume of information is probably more than we need to consume in an entire day. And we're we're getting it in 10 seconds. And then we get it again in the following video. And then again and again and again, six times in a minute, you know, like 360 times in an hour, we're getting these like immense quantities of information that like are crashing into our mind. Um, And so it's no surprise that like there's a kind of burnout that I feel every single day, an information burnout where I've consumed far too much, far too quickly, far too early in the day. Um, And the solution to this Well, I have no idea. Um, You know, one thing that's really funny that I've heard people talk about is introducing uh, a kind of technology tax in a similar way to how tobacco and nicotine and cigarettes are taxed um, to disincentivize people from buying them. That that will never work. Um, I don't think I don't I don't see that as like a very good solution. and then it seems like you you really have to want to lower your phone time and you have to have reasons for wanting to lower it. Um, and I'm getting to the point where I'm like feeling quite ill when I reflect on how much time I'm spending on my phone. Um, and I'm feeling like my reasons for cutting down my phone time are getting are becoming pretty powerful. And so I feel like I'm going to give it a shot and try and not going to try and go cold Turkey because like there are actually many things that I enjoy about my phone. Like, you know, I enjoy many parts of social media. I enjoy many of the interactions that one can have and this kind of thing. But I think the thing that I want to, try and contain and I think the thing that is probably the most realistic to contain is picking up the phone when you don't need to Um, and so I guess an objective of mine and like one thing that I encourage you to think about is uh, being intentional with your phone use picking it up for a reason picking it up to message someone picking it up I don't know, to check your notifications only once an hour, once every two hours. Um, And not just going onto apps blindly, not going on there for the apps to tell you what to do. Um, And so, yeah, this this is a goal of mine. And I think after this episode, after I finish recording it, I'm gonna try and do that. Um, And so I'm gonna try and be as intentional as possible.
with my phone use, which is going to be really hard. Uh, but yeah, let's try and make it into a challenge or something. Maybe we can call it the intention, intentional challenge or whatever. Um, if anyone's interested in trying to do this, trying it out for a week or so, um, yeah, I don't know. Hashtag. Nah, let's not do that. That's not going to (laughs) work. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably all I had to say. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. There was one thing I wanted to say about, um, the ethics of phone use from a very specific utilitarian perspective. So this is kind of me doing some philosophy. So utilitarianism is an ethical theory about what is good in one's life. And utilitarianism tells us that what is good is what is good for the greatest number. And so we need to ask, what does it actually mean for something to be good? Um, What kinds of things are good? And one answer to this question is things that promote well-being, things that make us feel happy, things that bring us pleasure, and so on. And this has a name in philosophy, it's called hedonism. And so if we, if we think about phone use through the lens of hedonism, there might be one sense in which developing a phone addiction could potentially be justified because it brings us, like, uh, it may bring some of us a deep sense of well-being. You know, maybe your relationship with your phone brings you a lot of pleasure. Maybe your phone use um, makes you feel very happy and overjoyed and this kind of thing. But I doubt it. I doubt it. I really doubt it. And so, I th- and I think, I think that ultimately there is a lot of well-being that one can draw from their phone use. Like... Having access to the internet is an incredible privilege. Having access to YouTube and, you know, certain people on on social media is an incredible... Like, there are so many resources out there. And so there's a sense in which there is a lot of development, self-development and kind of community development that can occur in a way that it has never been able to occur through the existence of, of phones and phone use and phone addiction and this kind of thing. However, there is, this goes without saying, there is much more to life than a tiny little screen. Um, And I don't think the objective of life from an existential perspective or from an ethical perspective should be reduced to how many hours you spend on your screen and what you can get through your screen. I think that the real world, whatever that is, let's say it's the world that is outside our phone is always going to be is always going to hold a different is always going to contain a a deeper experience of well-being like i think the experience of or awe or the experience of joy or satisfaction or something that one feels when they're listening to music or with friends or, you know, doing something they really like, I think that that is always going to be a richer experience than like the doom scroll. Um, That being said, um, like I'm not, you know, this is, I'm not very attached to this theory because I imagine that for some people, their favorite thing to do is going to be doom scrolling um, and that's fully okay. Because if that's what you want, then 
that's what you want. So these are my thoughts. These are some new, new thoughts that I'm trying to articulate about phone use. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, I hope it got you thinking about things. If you've got any questions, comments, get in touch. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode a lot, please consider supporting it. You can do so via Patreon, link in the bio, via PayPal, link in the bio. And as always, you can find me on social media at Alex Listens, Instagram, TikTok, all the places where one can solidify their phone addiction. Um, all the best and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening or watching.